One buck cash says Colgate Brushless wins you in a flash. Stood for the best in cigarette quality. Give the... That sensational lighter case for smooth Uncle Hat. And an atom. From stem to stern, your... Broadcasting System presents Random Thursday's Radio Theater. From the Dirksen's Iodine Studio Soundstage, high atop New York City's Theater District, two blocks south of Times Square, we bring you another episode of Random Thursday's Radio Theater. Sponsored by Dirksen's Iodine. Ouch, that smarts. Rub some Dirksen's on it. I'm your announcer, Loudon Caulfield. And now, ladies and gentlemen, your host. He may not wear the nicest shoes, but boy, oh boy, can he cut a rug. Peter Carozo. What's more random than a dumpy t-shirt shop? Welcome to another Random Thursday. My name is Peter Carozo. This week, our story takes place inside... Dot your I's and cross your T's. A cluttered, crummy t-shirt shop squeezed between a dirty Irish bar and a run-down comic book shop on a street that the 1970s has left behind. Despite the decor, it is the early 1990s. Sitting behind a desk with piles of unopened bills and porno magazines on top is Murphy, the proprietor of the store. Next to him, at a makeshift drawing table, which is a board balanced on a pile of half-empty boxes, is Clinton, part-time graphic artist and full-time pothead. We join them on a late Friday afternoon when Elaine, Murphy's landlord and ex-wife, enters. Who's the guy who invented this shirt? You know, the shirt with the smiley face. Do you know what I'm talking about, Clinton? Clinton, lower the music. I can't hear myself think. Are you listening to me? Yeah, yeah, I get it. Smiley face shirt, all right. Do you know what I'm talking about? The shirt. Um, yeah. Thing. Smiley face shirt. That shirt from the 70s. It's in Forrest Gump. A Forrest Gump shirt? Yeah, peas and carrots or whatever. No, it, it's a shirt in the movie. The guy makes a shirt with a smiley face. You understand? And he's looking for a saying, and Forrest Gump says... He says... What does Tom Hanks say? He says, have a nice day. Bingo! He says, have a nice day, and the guy puts it on the shirt, and it's a million-dollar idea. Oh, yeah, right. That have a nice, a nice day, day shirt. Remember, it's the 70s. Everyone's hanging around, drinking tab, popping quaaludes with mood rings and, and, and lava lamps and, and pet rocks and wearing a have a nice day shirt. Who invented that shirt? I don't think there's a... T-shirt inventor hall of fame, you idiot. Clinton, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, sounds awesome, bro. You have no clue what I'm talking about. This man has no clue what I'm talking about. Sure I do, Mr. Murphy. You want to make a shirt like the Have a Nice Day shirt. 
a million dollar shirt we can sell and make like a million dollars on and build like a resort treehouse and just chill in it. It's four o'clock. I gotta get Danny from baseball practice in a half an hour and my mom has bingo tonight so I gotta get home to watch Lisa. Murphy, you owe me four months rent. Not to mention six months child support. That's ten months as a deadbeat dad or a deadbeat tenant. If I don't get the rent from you now, like you promised, I'm telling Mr. Siegel to get the sheriff and to finish the eviction. Whoa, eviction? That is such a harsh word. Murphy, I swear to Christ, our kids won't see you again until they show up at your wake, which, (laughs) the way you eat and drink is probably only a couple of months away anyways. Elaine, wait. We've been together a long time. Yeah, because of this stupid frickin' store. My father should have never rented this dump to your father. You would have never asked me out. If not, we wouldn't have had our two great kids. One of them's all right, I guess. The other one's a pain in the ass. My dad opened Dot Your Eyes and Cross Your T's 25 years ago. We've known each other for 25 years. Look, I know I've been through a lot of bad stuff the last couple of years, and and you've really been patient with me. I know that. But I need more time to get it together. Do it for the kids. You're going to throw away our lives together for two months' rent? Uh, it's four months' rent and six months' child support. Six freaking months. And guess what? This may come as a surprise to you, but I still had to feed them during the six months. You know, I couldn't say, kids... You gotta wait for your dad to get his shit together before we can eat. You know, Clinton, I made Elaine her first gift here. Remember? Hang loose with the hand? Yeah, back in high school. That was your last gift, too. Clinton, our first date was our senior prom. My school didn't let me go to my prom. Long story, bro. You didn't take me to the prom. We shared a limo with Ten other kids. I wasn't your date. We went to the beach that night. We went on all the rides together at Six Flags the next day. We split an orange Julius, which I bought. This is getting only, like, slightly more interesting. Who cares about that crap now? I can't carry you anymore. I can't pay the mortgage on this place because your rent's four months late. The paperwork is in. I just got to tell Mr. Siegel to get the marshal. Tomorrow... This store gets padlocked. Whoa, should I, like, start looking for a new job or file for, like, unemployment or something, bro? Hold on. Give me a few minutes here. Uh, Have a seat, Elaine. Want a Coke or a Dr. Pepper? No, I... I've got to get the kids. Traffic's going to be crazy. Elaine, I swear, you'll get your four months rent and interest. Just give me ten minutes to think, please. I'm begging you. Look. Next week at the Javits Center, every buyer in the industry is going to be there. Truth is, I paid for the booth with the last two months' rent. If me and Clinton come up with the right t-shirt, the contracts I'll get will pay your rent, penalties, interest, child support. It's my last shot, Elaine. Whether we went to the prom or the beach or drank Orange Julius or whatever the hell we did, whatever. We've been together a long time. Give me ten minutes. I walk out the door in ten minutes. You want a little shot in there to make the soda more fun? You got nine minutes. Okay, the Have a Nice Day shirt. A legend in the t-shirt industry. A classic American tea. That's our goal. 
that or I'm with stupid with the arrow. I'm with stupid is the Mona Lisa of American teas. It's the freaking Mona Lisa. It's cherry Coca-Cola, bro. You make a shirt with I'm with this guy and an arrow. You know what I hear? Crickets. Crickets, bro. But I'm with stupid. It's Beethoven's fifth. It's Sergeant Pepper. It's freaking Freebird. Clinton, your assignment is to make the next I'm with stupid. All right. No problem. No problem. I'll give this a whirl. I got it. I got it. How about... Yep. Perfecto. Take a look-see. H-I-V negative. On a t-shirt? Yeah, bro. It's an advertisement for sex. It says, you know, I'm safe and like, you know, let's have sex. No, that's no good. It's bad vibes. A t-shirt about an STD that can kill you? It's not funny. It's not cool. All right, all right. No problemo, Mr. Murphy. I have a multitude of ideas. How about something zen-like? Letter F, space, letter C, letter K. What do you think, Mr. F? No, what is that? These are horrible ideas. Horrible. It's got to be like a little wholesome. You gotta make a shirt like a grandma can buy when she's on vacation, you know, for her idiot grandkid, like in Lake George. All right. I got it. This is the one. This is the one. Old English font. Yes. Perfecto. Behold. Charles Dickens is my bitch? What the hell does Charles Dickens is my bitch mean? You create the shirt, and they will most assuredly create the meaning. T-shirts are like the mothers of invention. They're inkblot tests, bro. This is idiotic. No, Mr. Murphy. It can be an entire genre of shirts about literary figures. Shakespeare's my bitch. Chaucer's my bitch. Clinton. We can branch out into American authors. Mark Twain's my bitch. Clinton. Poets. T.S. Eliot's my bitch. Walt Whitman. Clinton. You know, maybe you should start getting stoned before work every other morning. Give your brain cells a chance to rejuvenate. I'm sorry, Mr. Murphy. What I do is I throw it against the wall, and sometimes it sticks. And sometimes it kind of hangs there and slowly falls off and hits the floor. Murphy, this is a waste of time. I got a radiology final tomorrow, and if I don't pass, I gotta take the whole class over. I can't take the makeup counter at Macy's anymore. I gotta get out of there. My mom lost her job a year ago. I'm not counting on child support for the rest of this decade. And you know what? That's all my crap I gotta deal with. I'm not gonna sit here bitching about it, but I've got to evict you. Elaine, my family paid their rent for 25 years. Give me a break, you know? I haven't been too focused on business the last six months. Just focused on trying to stay clean and dried out. Stay clean? You're drinking scotch. I haven't done drugs in six months. And for the first time in a while, I'm actually in control of my drinking. I only drink weekday afternoons now. A couple of pops, that's it. Maybe I watch a little vintage sci-fi with Mary Jane on the weekends. Maybe. Like two, three times a month. At most. That's not dried out. Well, at this point in my life, a couple of scotches between four and six every day and a little weed is as clean as I'm ever going to get. Our family can't wait for you to sober up. I'm throwing you out. Elaine, you're kidding me. 
You're gonna throw me out over some chain store espresso bar? You're really messed up, you know that? You're screwing the little guy, just for a couple of extra bucks. A couple of extra bucks? Go to hell, Murphy. You think I'm a millionaire landlord? Asshole, I'm the little guy too. If that espresso bar pays for the kids' tuition and a trip to Dutch Wonderland and their Christmas outfits and my mom's medical insurance, then you know what? The hell with the last 25 years. This building has to support my mom and kids and me. And that's what my dad left us. That's my mom's frickin' pension. A crappy little store and two one-bedroom apartments. I gotta support everyone with this. I can't keep supporting you two while you try to sober up and get your shit together. If it was six months from now, after I get through radiology school, then things might have been different. Until then, this place is all I've got. I've managed to give you four months rent-free. What more can I... Two more weeks! I didn't even get the words out of my mouth. You asked what more you could do, that's what you could do! A couple of weeks, come on! It's old times say crap. Get me past the convention at Javits. I got a classic shirt in me. Give me and Clinton five minutes. Just five minutes. If we don't come up with a shirt we can sell next week at the convention, I'll, I'll surrender the lease. I'll give you all the equipment and inventory. Murphy. Five minutes. If you like the idea, you give me two weeks to make the shirts, go to the convention, get the contract, and pay the rent, interest, legal fees, new boots for you, whatever. Fine. Okay, Clinton. Clinton. Remember what we were talking about last night when we left the bar? Yeah, Mr. Murphy. We were arguing over who's the best stripper at... No, 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 no. About work. About t-shirts. Um, yeah, you mentioned something like, Tomorrow, Clinton, we are going to focus on anti-sports team shirts. Yes, exactly. You said instead of having a shirt for the team you like, have a shirt against the team you hate. Bingo! You like that idea? It's not a terrible idea. Now... How do you make a representation on a t-shirt of hating a team? The shirt could, like, curse or something, like a team sucks or something. Ah, too common. People see it and that's it. No twist, no intrigue, no excitement. Yankees suck. Oh, they suck? Now what? If it's crass, it better be funny. Okay, so we need something deeper. A hatred. A loathing. We need a representation of utter desecration of something. Yes, well said. Clinton? How do you desecrate something? Real easy. Burn it, bro. Not bad. But a bit too much. It's like when some punk country tries to burn our flag. People don't like that connection, right? You burn an old American flag as a way of retiring it respectfully. No, burning's not right. Burning's no good. Think, Clinton. Dude, I've already thought more in the last five minutes than I did all last week. If you want to disrespect something in a funny way, what would you do? Okay, humorous disrespect. Humorous disrespect. Mooning! I would moon someone, Mr. Murphy. You moon people, but a sports team? How would you draw it on a shirt? It's, it's too complicated. If I really wanted to show my distaste for something, quite frankly, I'd urinate on it. Not bad, not bad. It's not quite burning the flag, but urinating? Might be a bit much. It all depends on the how. How do you draw it? 
Wait, hear me out here, bro. You've got the Red Sox logo. You've got a perfect arc of a stream of urine in the air landing on the logo. It comes from nowhere and lands on its hated target. Simple, to the point, Zen desecration. Hmm. It's got to come from somewhere. The first rule of graphic tees is they got to make sense. How about from a Yankee fan? A kid wearing a Yankee hat. Yes. Smiling. A kid smiling wearing a Yankee hat. Yes. Yes. The perspective is from behind. Kid's half turning, smiling with Yankee hat on his head. Click. A moment in time. A tableau of disrespect. That's the shirt. That's the shirt. That's the million dollar shirt, Elaine, huh? I like this idea. I can't believe it, but I really like it. I said before not to get frickin' stoned before work. I take it back. Thanks, Manila. I took the SAT stoned. What'd you get? Don't remember. Got waitlisted to Cornell, but I'm like one half Asian, so that's not uncommon. I'm gonna get orders for 10,000 of these at the convention next week. Then I'll make a thousand of these and go up to the Bronx and sell them on game day. Or we make a thousand of the opposite shirt and sell them at Fenway. I'm gonna need a store for a couple of months to make them and sell them. I knew that was coming. Just two weeks. How about four months? Four months? Elaine, you're beautiful. I'm off to the lawyer. You said I could stay four months. Not to evict you. To prepare the corporate paperwork. I'm now a 50% owner of Cross Your Tees. What? Or the sheriff padlocks this place tomorrow morning. Your choice. You're gonna need a store. I'll have all the equipment to make the shirts myself. And I won't need you. I'll throw in the legal fees to copyright our shirt. It's extortion. Whoa. Extortion. That's such a harsh word. Partners? Do I have a choice? Formerly unknown, forever unsung, and perhaps not entirely untrue history of the creation of one of the most iconic t-shirts found outside stadiums and inside t-shirt shops across America. If there were a t-shirt inventors hall of fame, rest assured, these three would figure prominently. The guy who invented the shirt was performed by the random Thursday players. More specifically, the role of Murphy was played by Eric Nielsen. Clinton was played by James Kim, and Elaine was played by Monica Maddock. Sound engineering was by Liz Regan, and sound design and editing was by Edgar Ramos. It was directed by Emilio Horn, and written by me, Peter Carozo. Random Thursdays Radio Theater, where we celebrate, contemplate, and lament the random moments of everyday life. So to all of our listeners, to all those who prefer randomness to order, asymmetry to symmetry and anarchy to organization tune in next time for another random story thank you for listening to our show
Tonight's radio play was episode six in our series, entitled, The Guy Who Invented the Shirt. Random Thursday's Radio Theater was brought to you by Dirksen's Iodine. Ouch, that's smart. Up some Dirksen's on it. Look out for another episode on this station or one of our local affiliates at some undetermined random Thursday in the future. I am Loudon Gallfield. And now, stay tuned for another episode of The Great Gildersleeve featuring Harold Perry. This is the Independent Broadcasting System.